call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best. They call me the Greedy Man. What's up, everybody? Got many clients. How you doing? How you doing? Come from miles around. Hello, down my Hello, hello, and welcome to the Po Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Dead Motherfucker Jody B. And I got a new episode for you this week. And I really had a good time recording this particular episode not because uh the guest is a gorgeous young lady from baton rouge louisiana i gotta stop having all these cajuns on my goddamn show it's not okay i guess it really doesn't matter but being from arkansas that's can't be friends with them them lsu them tigers i got a tiger by the tail it's plain to see anyway um, Amanda from the Blunt Mummy Pod podcast. I, it's not a podcast right now. It was, and now granted they were still pretty new. Uh, I came across her through just just digging around, and I found her to be an interesting personality. And it sucks because this particular guy, <laughs> particular guy. Uh, was trying to play along, but really wasn't, I think, as dedicated as she was. I think she's an interesting person. And it sucks because now I don't know if anybody else is going to get to hear any of her stories. She might have to start from scratch. So, we'll see what happens. But the moral of the story is, you know, you can't keep a good dog down. Uh, Fucking Amanda getting back in the mix hopefully soon to uh, entertain us with her tales and uh, all of her craziness. So, guys, buckle up. <laughs> if you got love trouble, you got a bad woman you can't control, I got just the thing for you. Something called controlling hearts and get-together drops. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, Try my easy life rub or put some of my balls fixed jam in your breakfast. Try a little bit. Take it home, let you juggle my ball While I'm eating, tearing down 
yo, oh, this yeah. boy, Mr. Funkadel. Oh, my What's goodness. The business, baby? Dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm having throwback memories to like hardcore hood rat days. This I mean, I still do hood rat shit, but I, you know, hardcore hood rat. Oh my God, I'm having flashbacks. Okay. Yeah, I just did something real stupid. <laughs> I hit the stop button on my what? recording. <laughs> oh shit. You can yeah. always fade it in and fade it out. Well, it's I know what happened. I was trying to stop the music, and I just looked up, and I saw the stop button, and the music is on my phone. So, stupid ass. Jesus. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Poe Boys podcast. Uh, lovely guest for today. Uh, host of the Blunt Mommy podcast. Hopefully soon to be, soon to be revamped, reformatted, and returning uh, Amanda. Fucking right, man. Amanda. How you doing? I'm doing fucking fabulous. Getting my tan on, wearing my Murka bikini, you know, Murka. supporting the fucking U.S., mm. drinking my Miller Lite. Miller Lite. I'm going bud today. My, uh, my landscape guy gave me beer yesterday afternoon. And, I mean, you don't turn down beer, so... You don't turn it down, but I'm such a beer snob that I just, I can't drink like Bud Light. Really? I used to drink it all the time in high school and in my early 20s. And I don't know why I switched, but I can't go back. If I taste the Bud Light, I'm just like, ew, gross. I, I can't do it. I'll be honest with you. I don't mind Bud products because I like Budweiser. It's pretty good, but I don't drink a lot of beer. Like I'm kind of a cheap date because I don't drink very often. And uh, nice. usually like a six pack is fine for me. Like that's, that's plenty. I can probably get a good buzz at three. So I like the, I can stand to drink the heavier beer because I don't get shit housed and, and put down like a 30 pack every time. So it works out. Heavier, heavier beer is, you know, definitely an occasion thing. I, I'm kind of snobby about that too. Every now and then I want a really, really good beer, you know, not this, you know, just regular shit. I kind of want to go bougie every now and then. So, do you like the craft beers and shit like that? All the yes, the yeah. I don't mind we an IPA, but a lot of the other stuff is just weird. Like we have people here that will put any kind of shit into a beer, and uh, you know, I got to stop somewhere around like banana bread, pumpkin spice beer. That's where I'm like, no, no, I don't do good. sweet beers. I can't do it, even though, you know, a beat of strawberry comes out and everybody flocks to the store to fucking get, you know, five or six, six packs of it because they sell out so quick. I will and say this. I, I like strawberry I, beer. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> it's good. I can only drink about two of them, though. And right. then I'm just like, OK, this shit is no, it's too, too girly for me, I guess. Yeah. My favorite beer is lawnmower by st arnold's and people look at me weird and they're like why are you liking a beer that's lawnmower it's just it's the perfect beer it's not it's not too heavy and it just has that perfect aftertaste right. and it's a lighter beer but that's i mean that's my jam he uh he gave me two bud lights in uh, aluminum bottles which was very strange i tried to drink them last night and i got about halfway through it gave me a case of the hiccups 
to the point that I almost couldn't breathe. And I, it had to have been drinking out of that aluminum bottle because it's, it's never really been an issue before. But you know how, like, sometimes, I don't know if you get McDonald's sodas a lot, but I remember very I well, never go to McDonald's. <laughs> there's, there's something weird about I think it's because their straws are gigantic, but you drink uh, a soda from there or take a big swig out of a, you know, a drink, and it will give you the hiccups. It's always been a thing. I don't know if it's just me or if that's the way it is, but it, it's... Oh, well, I'm sure you've heard it on previous podcasts. All I drink are 16-ounce, the aluminum bottles. Right. That's all I drink. So I know on previous... Probably more than half of them, I have the hiccups and or I'm burping. I think it's something to do with the bottle. I really do. I, I don't know, you know, because I don't have that problem with long necks, with just straight glass bottles. That never happens, or cans. But for some reason, aluminum bottles fucking give you the hiccups. I'm thinking maybe because I, okay, you know, if you have a 12-ounce can, there's no top to it. If you have a bottle, a glass bottle, there's no top to it. But these aluminum cans have bottle, uh, bottle tops. So it's almost like right now I just took a swig and I put the top back on. So maybe that's it. You just trapped air in it, and, you know, it's not airing out. I bet we just... All of it. So when you do take a swig, you get in that air. I think what it actually is, and I'm no scientist, but I think what it is, is since the mouths of those are usually bigger, it probably lets more air into the can while you're drinking it, and therefore it, like, shotguns it. You know sometimes you shotgun, you get a big burp afterwards? Fucking right. I bet you that's what it is. We're fucking scientists today. Hell yeah. <laughs> we are. I need some some abbreviations behind my name. That's right. <laughs> Just make some letters up. Put some periods there. It'll be fine. Whatever. PhD BMF. <sighs> or DTF. DTF. I mean, this Stafford, comma, <laughs> DTF. You I'm a terrible right. person. <laughs> you ain't right. <laughs> I tell you what, it, we were actually talking about that's how we got to our, our opening song. Fun fact, uh, Amanda, having been from the heart of Louisiana, uh, is not a fan of the country music. And that's just, that makes me sad, kind of. Mm. It's it's sad, and it's also, I don't get offended, but since I am from the heart of Louisiana, I'm, like, stereotyped. You know, I do have an accent, and it comes out really, really hardcore, say, if I'm buzzing really good. You know, it'll come out hardcore and people just automatically assume, oh, you're from Pineville. It's got 14,000 people. You definitely listen to country. No, motherfucker, I don't. What do you uh, What do you prefer? I prefer rap. All the time. Yes. Rap. Well, actually, okay, today, the or it was actually last night, uh, the Gorillas came out with a new album. Man, I haven't heard from the Gorillas in a long time. <laughs> Holy shit. Exactly. So when it popped up on my Spotify, I was like, download. And my son loves the Gorillas, so I called and told him about it. And let's see, I listened to um, Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. And when his new album came out, immediately downloaded. Loved the whole fucking album. So it's, it's really sporadic. You know, sometimes I like upbeat dance music, but kind of stick in the same genre of rap. See, my thing is, like, I like old rap music. And I don't mean, like, B-Boy shit, uh, Run DMC, which is, I, I appreciate that stuff. But my favorite is, like, Dirty South from 2000, like, 2000 to 2010. Like, right in that wheelhouse. There was a lot of good fucking hood music. <laughs> trap that music. That is, that's exactly Dude. when the good music came out. And it's, unfortunate. okay, 
don't get me wrong. I'm a Kendrick Lamar fan. Mm-hmm. I went and saw him at Voodoo Fest. You're going to hear a fountain really quick because I got to get dip into the pool. Yeah. But um, I saw him at Voodoo Fest. He's my favorite rapper of all time. And I know the whole controversy, you know, about that white girl getting on stage, which I was a little, <laughs> I was like, Kendrick, man, I actually listened to that song. And he said the word at least 14 times. Right. So I was just, you know, but he's my favorite rapper. And then obviously Childish Gambino. I've been listening to his shit <laughs> since his EP came out. I want to know. Which was like 2008. How many people just heard you say Childish Gambino <laughs> and giggled a little bit? That was good. Everybody did. And I like- they're probably going to be like, this bitch is talking about rap music, but yet she's got a twang like a motherfucker. She's a childish Gambino. He's my I favorite am a childish rapper. Gambino. <laughs> through and through. I don't know. Like, I grew up on country music. So the thing is, like, you said it's about dogs and girlfriends and trucks and beer. And uh, yes. And really a lot more now. Like, I can't stand uh, new country music. I-, I like older stuff. I like 90s contemporary. It was like my favorite. But uh, I also like old, you know, Hank Williams and, and Johnny Cash and shit like that, too. But it's it's really weird when you dig into it because I'm a lyric person. So I like to listen to songs and memorize them and uh, just some crazy stories in, in the country genre of, uh, you know, yeah, you got trucks and dogs and shit but you've also got like cheating and whiskey whiskey's and a major whiskey. factor into this country music but you've also got cheating and murder and murder cheating and fucking country songs about fucking is one of my things uh there's so many and there are people that were known for their fucking country songs <laughs> like it's crazy man i would not have any idea about that but i'll be honest with you right now i grew up in the 80s Right. So my parents, you know, listen to hair bands. And I mean, my mom, even though she's as prude as she is now, she had a little wild side. You know, when TLC was hot, she had that crazy, sexy, cool CD. You know, we listened to George Michael. Oh, my gosh. She loved George Michael. We did listen to Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks has a country song about fucking. How about that? When I can't remember what album it was. But, um, and I can't even remember the name of the song, but when it comes on, I know what it is. And so if his song came on, I wouldn't change it. I'd sing some of the lyrics and then I'd just be like, all right, it's time to go. (laughs) I'm a a big Garth Brooks fan. And, uh, he has a song called that summer where he talks about, uh, basically dicking down this, this lady that he went to work for. And it's crazy because with country, you can't just come out and say, like with rap music, you know, I hit it from the back. I hit it. You can't say shit like that. So you have to be a little more kind of innuendo about it. And uh, in that particular song, he talks about going to work for a woman like as a, a, a laborer, you know? Yeah. Kind of like construction? Uh, well, almost? probably like farm work, you know? Okay. Like pitching okay. hay and shit. And then I watch her hands of leather turn to velvet in a touch. There's never been another summer that I've ever loved as much. She I mean, had, digging down a farm mm, chick is pretty tight. She had a need to feel the thunder. Yeah. It's good shit. Now, that just makes me want to Google on the internet and see if there's any photos of his dick. Garth Brooks's dick? Yeah. Probably. 
because he was a, a proponent of that 90s wave and uh, the the just the dick biters, the fucking blue jeans on stage with your, your piece just kind of tucked away to the side. You get that nice bulge going. Oh, my God. I am so obsessed with bulge. Yeah. I literally, I can't help it. If I, I see a guy, mm-hmm. I immediately look at their junk. And yeah. if there's a bulge, I'm just like, damn, that's uh, impressive. What if it's not impressive? What if it's just a bulge? Just well, they wouldn't. No I don't think it would be a really nice bulge. I think it would just be like almost a little pooch kind of poking out. Right. But if they're wearing really tight jeans and I see any type of bulge, I can't stop staring. It's like a car accident. There's a you guy. know you're supposed to keep driving <laughs> and go past it, but you have to look at it. There's a fellow uh, country singer by the name of Dwight Oakum, uh, who is notorious for tucking his dick to the side and wearing really, really tight jeans. And uh, he did a performance not too long ago for like a country music award or some shit like that. And and he came out on stage and I tapped my wife and I go, hey, look, Dwight Yoakam's cock. <laughs> she looked up and I mean, he was just, <laughs> just bulged up. I go, oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Put that shit Look at away. that D. Look at it. I can see the expression on the head of your penis right now, sir. <laughs> well, that was like the picture, uh, what, it was maybe a month ago that came out on Conor McGregor. It's a family photo from his child's first birthday party, and he is wearing white pants, mm-hmm. and you can, this is not a bulge. You can basically clear as day, see how long his penis is. There's no guessing. There's no nothing and then you just kind of think like is it hard or is that just a simsy because that might hurt a bitch right you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah had his kid's first birthday party and he's known for wearing really tight clothes too so when i saw it i'm like damn white pants too man you bold as fuck if you got it flaunt it you know what i'm saying it's a gift might as well share it <laughs> if I had a gift of a big dick, I would totally flaunt it all the time. Oh, me too. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I've often fantasized about having about four extra inches just to work with. That would be nice for presentation. Like, hey, I'm just going to be over here in the corner. Don't mind me. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm going to wear really tight shorts so you guys can see my bulge. That's why I can't wear those shorts. Why? Well, they're just too short. How come? Well, see, what happens is is my dickhead pops out the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem. <laughs> it's a conversation I'll never have with anybody ever. <laughs> oh, Lord, stop putting yourself down. Mm. Oh, no. I'm a, a happily married man, and uh, I, have, I have satisfied a few ladies in my day, and I fathered a child. I know what I got is fine. Uh, but it's it's average. <laughs> and, How and long have people, you been married? Been married since. Let's see. Okay, so 2013. Yeah, November 23rd. Nice. So this will be uh, four years coming up. Five years. Awesome. Well, congratulations. I have yet to get married to anybody. Yeah. You know, I'm a literally the definition of a hot mess and i kind of like to do my own thing you know what i mean i do it's important it's 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 almost like i know yellow is so cliche and it's overused but i'm a 33 year old single mom and i like to have fun and you know if that person does come along i'll i'll totally be down for it 
but that just has not happened yet. So I'll probably be old and married, you know, when I'm in my forties. Still a great plan. I mean, but if I'm not married, Aiden will be graduating high school and I'll just be turning 38. So I won't be a cougar. I'll be a puma. Man, you got some work to do, young lady. I do. I've got my whole <laughs> life planned out, man. They got they actually have a cruise that's called the Cougar Cruise. Sign me up, motherfuckers. It's not a bad idea, really. I mean, I know that there are plenty of of gentlemen who would go on to a cruise uh, with a bunch of of ladies who are looking to make that next step. (laughs) So I don't doubt that that will be a full and fun cruise. (laughs) Oh, God. That's like, that's hood rat shit. And that would not be what happens on the cruise, stays on the cruise. I would come back and blab the fuck out of my mouth. Probably jump over the boat. Be like, I couldn't. This this shit got real, and uh, I had to step off. Bye-bye. See, this, what had happened was maybe a gangbang or something, you know. You ever been to a gangbang? I've been watching a lot of, no, but I've been watching a lot of gangbang porn lately. Anything good? Any notes? I'm I'm starting to question morals. Right. You know, maybe that's a a possible fancy, but no, that's, um, I mean, I've never done it before, obviously, but it's just, you know, I've been watching a lot and I'm like, man. Now, are you talking cool. about you talking about like uh, like ten people in a room partnered off, and then you know like every ten minutes the the dinger goes off and you trade partners? Or are you talking about like one of those like a few dudes hanging out and like one lady who decides to to go for the gusto there? I'm talking about the timer. You know, I yeah. say four or five dudes in a room. Timer goes off next could be fun it could Not be for, fun i think sounds uh, like for for fellas that would be kind of an optimal uh i think time range we'll give it five minutes <laughs> last man five standing. minutes is really is the good time frame it's, i would say it's the length of a ufc cage fight round <laughs> so <laughs> i think that in five minutes you should be able to handle whatever you need to handle and not be finished and then you can just move on it's a good plan ding 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 in this corner is so and so Hmm. Oh God, that's funny. I don't know. I think that um, there's a. I've noticed on Twitter. I've made a, quite a few different friends and made my way into some different circles with the whole podcast thing. And uh, I found that there is a two or three huge networks of swingers. Like it's a thing. And I think Twitter and and Facebook might be how they arrange meetings and. Uh, conventions and shit like there was uh, yesterday I believe it was in England maybe was like the largest swingers club party like on record uh, wow seven, 700 people 7,000 people it was one or the other and I know that's a big a big difference but I'm just saying well, fuck, 700 people <laughs> that's a huge, huge number of swingers apparently they did uh, a convention uh, recently in New Orleans so there's like pictures from it looks almost like Mardi Gras but it's obviously not because there's not uh, floats and beads and stuff it's just like a bunch of people Mm -hmm. but I noticed that there was only seven or eight pictures 
so what I'm imagining is they took a pictures of probably the, the seven or eight most attractive people there. And then the rest of it was. Oh, yeah. A I mean, New, New Orleans is kind of <laughs> dirty. I don't know if you've been to New Orleans. <laughs> I, I've been a couple times. Uh, I, I enjoy New Orleans. I've actually been to Baton Rouge, too. Uh, r- briefly, I went to a, a plantation tour at the Homa House, and that was a lot of fun. Went over there and hung out. So I love I love your uh, your area. I just wouldn't want to live there. It's hotter than there. Uh, hotter there than it is here. And uh, this place fucking sucks in the summertime. <laughs> I think you just, like, you know, I've had people question me, would you move? And it sounds great. You know, like, oh, shit, I would be out of Louisiana for the first time ever in my life. But I'm so used to not having, you know, our weather here is bipolar. Yeah. And I'm I'm so used to it. It's like dating a bipolar chick for years and years and years. You get used to it. Nothing surprises you. I don't think I could ever adjust to having four seasons. It's not bad. Uh, I think I want to go somewhere where it's just cooler in general. <sighs> that sounds like fun. We're talking about weather. There's got to be something better to talk about. Let's talk about you. Um, I was looking at your... <gasps> oh, goodness. Let's do it. I was looking at your Twitter uh, profile earlier, and you posted a fun picture. And it, you posted it last night, and I saw it come up. And I was like, okay, she's just hanging out with a friend. And I was sleepy, sleepy. But today, I look at it again, and I realize what's happening in the picture. And uh, would you care to elaborate at all <laughs> about this, the, the latest post on your Twitter account, ma'am? Okay, describe it. Oh. Because I was really drunk last I posted it, and I was fucking, uh-huh. I was loaded. I went and saw one of my best friends, and I had not smoked in forever, so I was totally lit. Yeah, and uh, was, was this... it a picture of me and a dude? No, it was a picture of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this because this is uh, <laughs> fucking epic. <Okay>. <laughs> so first of all, I, I guess I read somewhere in there that you went to go see Anthony Jeselnik yesterday. How was that? Oh. Uh, actually, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. Okay. Good time. He was everything I expected him to be. And, you know, my boyfriend came with me, and he really hadn't heard. He's not obsessed with Anthony like I am. Yeah. But I did not see him. He had a smile on his face the whole time. And he performed. He put on a good show. You know, dark humor, oh, really inappropriate content. He's tough. He's so tough to get. I was, I was totally fulfilled. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Uh, I haven't seen him live. Met him once in an elevator, but uh, I, I enjoy his comedy. It's 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 quite absurd, and uh, I, it's weird to be able to do that nowadays, especially with everybody acting so crazy. Okay. It is. And, you know, you have to, and some people, I I posted it on Facebook and I didn't really get any likes. I'm like, okay, these motherfuckers are prude as shit. You know, if anything involves comedy, you have to be open to everything. You can't just say, oh, I'm open to these type of jokes or whatnot. No, you literally have to be open to everything. He told a 15 minute joke about abortions. And it was the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's a feat. Uh, I don't doubt that he would be able to do it. I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, that's amazing. Shit. <laughs> oh, I laughed my ass off. I thought at one point I was going to pee 
on myself because I was laughing so hard. But I mean, one one of the jokes was he had to bring his girl, his friend, to the abortion clinic, and he he said he was waiting in the waiting room, and he's like, all these people brought their children, but then I. I realized these were just ghost children. And I was like, bruh, dude. So speaking of uh, slightly dark humor, uh, madam. Yes. I would like to read your tweet. She's got back. I got her legs. Hashtag OG. (laughs) Hashtag BFF. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Hashtag blondie brunette. Hashtag post jazz fest. Hashtag Miller Lite. This is a that picture is of you. my best friend. With, with a good friend of yours. Um, she, she's laying down, it looks like on a couch or the edge of a bed. And you were holding in your hands, not one, but two prosthetic legs. Yes. So, uh, first of all, uh, what, um, that you got somebody's legs. So. I had her legs. I know. That's. That seems like it could be almost assault. <laughs> I know you probably didn't take her legs, but the fact is you're basically holding hostage because you were holding both of her walking apparatus in your hands. And she had big. she had taken her legs off for some reason. I don't know. I think the, every so often, like, you just, you know, because you're walking all day, and so you have to, you know, clean, whatever. I don't know. I'm not with her 24-7. And she had um, stepped in her girlfriend's bedroom to, you know, do whatever. And I was like, fucking right. I'm like, I'm taking a picture with your legs, bitch. You know, she's my best friend. And so literally there's no filter. There's nothing. You know, she wasn't offended by it or anything like that. is Is this Kim or Kanye? Is this one of those friends? Um, Kanye... Oh, Kanye was in the living room. I think Chris took the photo. Okay, so that was Kim, though. <laughs> in in this. No, 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 no. That no. was Tiff. That Tiff. was Tiffany. Tiffany. Um, she got a big old smile on her face. Uh, oh yeah. How uh how how did she lose her legs? She um got into a bad car accident. I want to say maybe two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. It could be two thousand and ten. I'm not sure. I've known her since sixth grade. We went to school for a while together, but then we lost touch. Right. And she moved to Baton Rouge, and her and her serious girlfriend, they broke up. And so she hit me up, and, you know, we've been hanging out ever since then. I mean, that's my that's my ride or die. She seems like a, like a very good-spirited person. Uh, oh, she's great. That's, she's that's, just as raw as I am that was kind of my point is somebody who could have that cool of a sense of humor is somebody who I think I could be friends with. <laughs> She's the one. I don't think I posted. I may have posted it on Twitter, but on my birthday night, she's the one that gave me 33 fucking spankings. And let me tell you, I'm one of them chicks that like that. I like that stuff in bed. Yeah. 33 spankings. And I couldn't move. And she told me, she's like, Bitch, hold your ankles. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to be fucking tore up. 33 is a lot. She's great. She's the- great. I did have bruises for about a week. Uh, about 20 will give you the red ass. So I'm just saying, like, that's that's a dose. Good job. You're a fucking soldier. I was proud of them. I embraced <laughs> them. I was like, my best friend did this. 
you seem like a lot of fun and uh, that's kind of the point you know I know that recently uh, some you know some complications with production I don't want to really get into it unless you want to because I understand that you I guys have, uh, you can completely get into it uh, so your co-host and best friend Kreese Mm-hmm. Apparently, had an episode and tried to delete the blunt mommy. He's deleted everything. That's no bueno. So they're gone, uh, gone. Like you don't, you don't have a backup, like a hard copy at all. He says that they're not completely deleted. That he's gonna put them on a drive for me. I don't have that yet. So I'll believe it when I see it. I did check my old Gmail account the other day because I changed, you know, emails. I was like, I don't want him logging into the Twitter because he could possibly fucking delete. Ooh, excuse me. I burped my fucking Twitter account. I'm like, that ain't fucking happening. And uh, he had sent me a thread and he said, please contact Apple and provide this thread. Basically, you can search for our show. And it still shows listed on um, Apple iTunes. Right. But it doesn't list it as a show. It just shows the episodes. And in the thread, I went through it. He was talking to customer service, trying to get, you know, the digital link taken down, everything removed. And they said, I'm sorry, sir, but the Apple ID that you have provided is not the Apple ID that was provided invited for this podcast and i was like yes so you know he wants to take it down i need my podcast and even though i told him i would not upload them i I want them back up you know it was it was a really bitch move on his part i've worked three and a half months on this you know getting followers putting us out there getting supporters like you guys and marry this fuck and that took a lot of time and effort. And he literally just took it all away from me. So uh, I, I saw that you guys had, had made amends. So that's why I don't want to uh, to get too too silly myself. Oh, you can get as silly as you want to because he knows I'm going to talk shit about him. I know. <laughs> he already knows. That. It's not, not going to come away clean. So there's no reason. You don't have to sugarcoat anything. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know. I don't know the situation. I'm assuming that, uh, and I, I made my opinion on, on a post that you made about it. Uh, unfortunately, podcasting is one of those things where, yeah, man, you're you're in leisure time. You might say some shit that you you wouldn't say normally. There's a lot less consequences when you're just talking to yourself or when you're in a room. Um, so I I know for a fact just because I've I've heard of hosts that have gotten in trouble from their wife or from their work or whatever somebody trying to get them fired for some shit they say like there are plenty of people who lead what I would like to call a double life kind of thing like you can be a complete dickhole on the internet but in real life maybe you're not a bad guy you just like to shit to strangers yeah so um, what I think happened was you know, there's there's a weird tension between you guys, uh, Amanda, and I don't think I'm being rude by saying that. Uh, I think that she probably listened to the show. Oh, she listened to the 
whole show. Yeah. Like, over 20 episodes. She listened to the whole thing. She's about 36 or 37. She's so petty. She had somebody at work take a picture of her listening to our podcast. <laughs> How fucking petty and crazy is that? Um, like, you're a grown-ass woman. Come on now, bitch. I think that... Um that that last episode you guys had like a running thing where you would fuck with each other about having a boyfriend girlfriend yeah you got a boyfriend you got a girlfriend whatever blah you know shit like that and i think what happened is you didn't necessarily talk shit but if somebody was looking for a reason to be pissed off and had listened like you just said to 20 episodes of a show where there's there's some kind of a weird tension between you guys uh and then that happened at the end. Uh, yeah, I could see where it would be motivated, but I don't really see like the craziness of having somebody take pictures and like stalking people and shit like that. It's just, hey man, uh, this is how I feel about it, and that's kind of weird if that's what how you feel. And okay, you know, but that's not what happened. I think he probably got fucking dressed out <laughs> by this crazy person. He and did. He, he got. Like a lawn he chair. got. Basically, I don't want to say busted, but that's kind of the term that I have to use because I really can't think of any other term. But that's his fault that he was not honest with her, and that's not my problem. And he literally talked to me like a piece of shit when I told him. I said some old bitch was stalking me, and then told your girlfriend about it why are these people stalking me it's over and done with like my best friend uh, my boyfriend knows I did the podcast he knows Chris and I went and ate every Monday and he did not bother me on Mondays he would send me a sweet little text and say good luck tonight and have fun on your podcast right so that's a personal problem on Chris's part that he, he did that I don't know I think with with all due respect um, you you you're a very uh good looking woman um thank you well i'm just i'm being honest you're a good looking chick and uh you do have kind of like this i don't want to it's it's hypersexual like you talk about stuff you know what i'm saying so i get where she might feel threatened but like you said that's that's her issue and you know if she had a problem with it she should have said something to him and not just fucking dosed him you know so i think the, the problem obviously lies with this this lady you know uh bitches be crazy my wife knows she's a little crazy once in a while (laughs) but it's just like they just started dating and she automatically didn't trust him because he had me as a best friend and we've been best friends for years i can't tell you how many fucked up things we've done together literally you know he actually (laughs) he made out with my best friend Tiffany who is a lesbian you know we have these fucked up drunk nights at his house where we literally just get wasted and don't remember anything in the morning so for him to be all square and put on a facade of somebody that he is which he is a really really nice person I mean shit you're my best friend I'm not I'm a total bitch I do have a very, very, very sweet side, though. I have a huge heart. I love people. But I can be a crazy bitch sometimes when I get drunk. And he still, you know, dealt with it. And, 
he supported me no matter what. And now I actually have no idea where our friendship's going to go. I think when I first met you guys, I made a comment about just kind of the tension between you. And uh, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. I know how this story goes. And you were like, you're silly. That's not the thing. (laughs) I said, listen here. I've seen How I Met Your Mother. I know how this show ends. (laughs) It's just, you know, it has nothing to do with age. Well, that's what, so, through He's a bald, nerdy guy. He's he's a little bit older than you, and I didn't realize that. Oh, uh, yeah, he's 51. Dude, that would be, if if my How I Met Your Mother reference was correct, it would actually be, like, Bob Saget (laughs) age dude dating, like, the chick in the show so it is a little different i mean it's not that weird it does make me wonder how you guys met though i mean and i'm just being honest if you want to talk about anything that's when i hear that then i hear well, that you first guys off, have been friends i'm like okay. not to be too weird when i was 25 i dated somebody that was 40 mm-hmm. and then oh, i had I can, I can top it that's why i'm not surprised a little fuck boy <laughs> last year and he was 10 years younger than me i was like Ooh, I'm a little 22-year-old. Yes. Working out that back. Come to me. But um, back to Chris and I's meeting, we actually met when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, was I he worked a boss? Where he worked. His, or a manager? Huh? Was he a boss or a manager? Yeah, he was the uh, director of the civil engineering department. Mm. He's really smart, has all those degrees, blah, 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 blah. Um. I started there at 19 as a receptionist. I got two promotions and he was really the only, he was not my boss. I worked directly for the president, but we did have to interact a lot, you know, with invoicing and proposals. That was my job there doing proposals for, um, to get work. And he was the only cool laid back person, but he was married to a cunt and I am not, I, that's, I mean, that's the highest word that I can think of right now that would describe her. He had no freedom. He couldn't express himself. It was basically, you know, for his children. He didn't want to get a divorce. Well, he finally decided to get a divorce and I ran into him at radio bar, which is like a mile from my house. It's my favorite bar. And we've been best friends ever since. So click tight, four years. Talked to him every day. We hung out four or five times a week. You know, he's my emergency contact on everything. My son loves him. So that's kind of how we met and how our friendship progressed. Right. So you guys never had, like, weird shit happen? Like, it's never No. No. I, I will, you know, I will say. You don't say, have to tell me. I'm just saying, like, it's, it sounds to me like obviously there was a bond built there. And it's, it's, it's strange because, you know, my wife and I talked about this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> BTW. Uh-huh. We were sitting here going, well, I mean, it's not that weird. I mean, he's a little older. So it's like, well, what's his fucking problem? Like, I mean, it, it, are you not interested in him at all? Is that the deal? Or has he just never pursued you? Uh, I'm not interested in in him at all. Um, He's just, like I said, age has nothing to do with it. He was my best friend, and he's a nerdy, bald guy. Right. 
it's just it's it's not what I go for. Now, granted, my boyfriend shaves his head to where it's almost bald, but he's thirty, so and he's really attractive. <laughs> well, and I <laughs> that's, think that's all cool. I only know you guys from what I've heard, <laughs> and the thing is, is I listen to a lot of shows, and I think I've heard a lot of, um, like put on chemistry, and I've also heard a lot of like sincere interactions between people. I think that what the problem is is he's he he has an infatuation for you um maybe he's made peace with the fact that you're not interested and so he's just trying to to keep you know a connection there but please believe he's interested like don't you know that's that's kind of oh no i know right and so like when i listen to your show and like i hear this this kind of tension between you guys it's it's interesting to me you know like how how this happens you know why why not why why haven't you it's i don't know (laughs) it's really not my fucking business if you want to be honest it's It's interesting that you guys you know all the listeners and supporters could still you know y'all think there's this weird tension because the podcast did not start until march and he and I went to the Endymion Ball in New Orleans. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. Um, you dress up fancy as fuck. And they do have the Endymion Parade. But the Endymion Ball is in the Superdome. And the parade goes into the Superdome and ends there. And it's just a huge party. Um, what's his fucking name? It's not Big Sean. Jason Derulo played that night. So did Rod Stewart. So it's a big fucking deal. Well, after we left, one of my ex-boyfriends from high school was in town. He knew that I was there and he was wasted. I did not want him to drive all the way back to Mandeville. So I just said, look, come cool. You know, come chill with me and Chris. Chris threw a And there was a yelling match and he has two cell phones. He has his and a work phone. And I screamed at the top of my lungs and I chunked his work phone across the room. And I was like, it's never going to fucking happen. So get over it. Right. Well, how would you feel, Amanda, if I had an ex over here? I was like, I don't care. The more the merrier. All we're doing is sharing a bed. And... So we had that huge blowout, and so it's still crazy that during our podcast, you know, you guys can feel, you know, I guess, like you said, weird tension. Understand, tension is not, like, it doesn't mean bad. I'm just saying there's, like, a, maybe you're just a really flirty person. So, you know, because oh, we, we don't know anything other than what we hear, you know. So I assume... You're like with him, like you would be with him, not with everybody. I'm not, I haven't heard you interact with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So to yeah. hear like the, the, well, the topics and, see, it and subjects that and Josh things. had to move because Josh actually we interact the same way. It's just how I interact with people. It is, yeah, and, and that's I think I've kind of realized that now, and that's what I'm saying is I feel I. <laughs> At first, I kind of was like, well, y'all just need to stop fucking around and get this shit over with. Like, you, y'all <laughs> should date. 
But now <laughs> I'm kind of like, I feel kind of bad for Chris. <laughs> like I thought I was going to get on here and just be like, fuck that dude. But I'm kind of like, oh, I've been that guy before. Like, it's just, you know, sometimes it's tough. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they, they're seeing each other again, so I don't feel bad for him. Yeah. I don't he, know, he deleted all my podcast without telling me so he can go fuck himself that is some, some kind of bitch shit though. <laughs> that's that's the lowest that and believe me we we were 100 with each other i mean just thick as thieves and and for him to do that because i wanted to download them for me for my personal reasons and for him to just Oh my god, I was pissed. I hope you can get them back, because now it's it's funny. Like, and I'm not trying to be rude. Uh, now you're just Amanda. <laughs> like, you gotta have your I stuff know. to listen to, so we can tell people to go listen to it. Well, when we had our it. talk, he said he was like, "I'm gonna find somebody uh, to get uh, to podcast with." And I was like, "You're square as fuck. You're tripping about podcast." So who the fuck do you know that would podcast with me? You know, Josh had to move because his roommate turned himself in to the sheriff's for rape. (laughs) I can't really give Josh shit. Um, We did do a test run at his house on a Friday night and we literally bounced off of each other. And he's a former comedian. He has... You know, a kind of dark, fucked up sense of humor, just like myself. And so we just bounced off of each other. It was smooth sailing. But then, you know, I got the phone call the next day that he's moving because his roommate is rapist. So, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe you just need a producer. It's an all call to anybody who might hear this in the future. If you'd like to be a producer for the Blunt Mommy podcast, send your resumes. To uh, to Amanda, <laughs> she's. Looking. I mean, I would fucking love to. It's just I'm so nervous because it's been you know Chris and I from the beginning, and I just question in my mind. I'm like, how I know I'm a very entertaining person, yeah. But how could I be stay on that level of entertainment to keep people intrigued and want to hear us with it just being myself it's definitely a, a thing that you have to work on i'm gonna be honest i mean i've i've done it now for a year i'm not great at it uh i think i can drive a conversation i feel comfortable in that but uh it's a lot of work dude and that's the kind of the shitty part is if you don't have a co-host who is um just as interested as you are does that make sense like because i yeah I, I think like with randall and brooke okay like their show is going to do pretty well because oh yeah they always have shit to talk about and then they're going to expound on that and talk to people they want to talk you know what i'm saying like that's a deadly combination like they're going to do really well um it's hard to find people that are going to be as dedicated as you i'm sorry that's just the way it is so i it sucks because you might have to learn how to do it yourself i know and Never, I will never run out of things to talk about. I, I'm in, I'm not, you know, one of those skittish people that wants to, you know, keep certain things to themselves. No, 
I'm an open book. I'm an open book in real life. Shit happens every fucking day. So there's always something new that is happening in my life. It's just, it. I'm so nervous about doing it by myself. I have no problem on people, you know, that I would be able, you know, to call to or to ask, you know, fellow podcasters, you know, can I call you? Can I have you on the show? I have no problem with that. It's just me personally, I want to be able to keep people entertained with just myself. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you write at all? You write uh, I write down? at work mm-hmm. every day. I mean, like, um, it's kind of a silly thing. So if you were to do it by yourself, and I'm just telling you from experience, unless you want to have to literally pursue people, are those gunshots? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the country right now. That's cool. It, always, it drives ratings up super, super high. Yes, right? Gunshots <laughs> in the background. Um, you know, I have to... to, to reach out to people throughout the week basically it's a constant thing and it gets kind of annoying after a while i think maybe uh since you do have a lot of things and a lot of life experiences thus far maybe you should do like a diary show um you know just if you're thinking about something one day uh oh this one time at at christina's house when i got fucking hammered and i jumped off the, the roof naked you know like you could do like diary entries. Now you can make up a date. You don't have to know the exact. It'd be like you know January fourth, nineteen twenty, whatever. Nineteen twenty. That's a long fucking time ago. Uh, yeah, that is a fucking long time ago. Almost a hundred years. Damn. You look pretty good for a hundred. Let me be honest. I do, man. I look fucking fabulous. No. It's all that plastic surgery. <laughs> I think that that could be cool for you um, if you were interested in doing it yourself. I think personally, that's what I would do. You know, I don't know how artistic uh, you are or want to be. I'm not very artistic. So I talk to people and I record it and I say a little something and I put it up and let people listen to it. That's my shtick. That's it. So if you can find something simple, just like stories with a date in front of it, it might not be as hard as you think. And it could be something that you do in your spare time. And then if you want to do something offhand, like talk to somebody important or somebody that you, you know, you know, that that could be an extra thing, you know. Oh, I have tons of stories to tell. Like I said, we were, God, we were hood rats in high school. Started <laughs> clubbing at 15, you know, that kind of thing. And my parents are divorced. So we lived with our mom. And, you know, Amanda, your curfew is 12 o'clock. Man, I was rolling up at 2 o'clock in the morning. And if I had to puke. The bathroom's right by her bedroom, so I would just <laughs> I would puke outside before I walked inside. Uh, smooth criminal, man. You ever seen anybody get shot? No, I have not that's ever. Some, that's hood rat shit. I was just curious. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean that is some hood rat shit. And shot when at. I when I say hood rat shit, it does not involve guns or you know any purchasing or selling of drugs it's just me and my girlfriends being wild crazy party animals that probably people think oh pineville did you know they don't they're just country they just sit at home fuck no man 
we got into so much shit. Wrecking shit. Right. Shit, shit. But that is a really good idea, and I will take that into consideration. I was actually at Tiffany's house last week, and Kanye was there, and I had kind of gave them, you know, the rest of the spiel on Chris and I. Kanye totally nominated her to be a co-host, and Tiffany said she would. So it's just getting, you know, it's, I need full 100% dedication. That's the tough part. And so, because I never, ever, ever want this to happen to me ever again. This was like putting my dog down when I was 18. It was devastating. I was really upset. It does suck, man. Like, I've had, um, like, episodes kind of shit out on you, and that'll happen. And you just, you know, god damn it. So I can imagine, like, losing all of them. <laughs> that would be, that would be pretty terrible. It was, it, it sucked balls so bad. And, um, or, or, like, taking a child away from me. You know, it, I've put so much hard work and effort. He did nothing. You know, he would pay to keep our podcast, um, the host sites, you know, so we could see the statistics and whatnot. Um, but that's all he did. He did not create the Twitter. He did not get followers. He didn't keep us relevant. You know, I said, okay, well, I'm just going to put pictures of there on myself. So people will still be interested, you know, cause I don't know if somebody would listen to one of our episodes and say, Oh, well, this is just not that interesting. So, you know, I literally stayed on social media for this all the time. He did none of that. So to take all of that away from me, it was it was a great loss in my life. And I actually last night reconnected with one of my old friends. And while we were blowing it up, she had no idea that I had a podcast. And she said her friend actually wanted to start a podcast to review TV shows. And she's, you know, she was hesitant, didn't know how to do it. And I was like, girl, do it. I'm like, you will absolutely fall in love with it. It's a lot of fun, man. It's good. And apparently I downloaded, which I feel like a fucking idiot, but I had downloaded a couple episodes from iTunes and I let her listen to one and she said, she was like, Chris sounds like he is having a blast right now. And I was like, I know, I know. I think it's just proof that, you know, as people, we need interaction and it's when we feel the best because we're talking to people and it's a moment to where you put your phone down and you go into a room and you just talk to somebody. I think that's the, the fun part. If you can find somebody that's that's dedicated, <laughs> that's good luck. It's hard enough to find somebody else that just listens to shows that I fucking know. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's why I was on Twitter constantly. You know, I wanted us to be out there. I wanted people to hear us, whether they liked us or not. You know, that's kind of whatever. But, but I, I wanted that exposure and I wanted to grow into something. And he literally took that all away from me. So I just have to rebuild. You know, I did get some advice from Randall and Brooke. You know, I need to rebuild, rebrand. And we will see what happens from there. I mean, obviously, 
the Twitterverse will be the first people to know. But um, nothing is set in stone as of right now. I'm hoping to get moving up. I don't have a MacBook Pro, and we did it on a MacBook Pro. So I have to get that. It, the recording software is kind of important. You need it a is. reliable computer. It is, because if you I can have... sound like shit. Well, the microphone my first few is a episodes sounded like that, shit because I was on my HP and my son had dropped it and the fan would heat up and go down and heat up and go down. So it kind of sounded like shit. Uh, I'll be honest with you. And uh, see, I didn't I wasn't sure. And that's why I just. So did you guys have microphones at all? Or are you just using the no. computer? See, OK. I would highly recommend <laughs> that that you get some sort of recording equipment. And I know it well, sucks see, and it might be a, a bitch to spend the extra money, but it's, you know, it, like Randall and Brooke, for example. Um, I've listened to a lot of shows and they came correct from the start. Like, they started with the, the equipment and it sounds good. And so that's kind of what you need if you really want to be serious about it, you know, because otherwise people are going to listen to like five minutes of it and they're going to turn it off. And yeah, and see with Josh, he's a former musician. I we were on microphones when we tested it out that night. Right. We called one of my friends, Craig, and he said, Amanda, he said y'all sound clear as day, and it sounded so good. Right. Everything was in the works, and then you know his roommate's a rapist, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, and I would say I would say this: if if you're serious and, and you want to get behind it, for about eighty five dollars, you could probably get what you need, being a microphone and a mixer, and and wires and cables and shit to do a lot more stuff than than what you want to do. I mean, you know, that's all I've got. I've got a mixer, a wire that goes to my cell phone. And a microphone that I got on sale because it was like the last one they had, you know. <laughs> and my show's I'm not buying shit that's on sale. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where there's a will, there's a way. And I think that if you're serious about it, you you should get you some equipment. And then there's this other thing that I was just thinking about. And and if if you really want to try to get somebody to help you, there is a podcast festival coming up in New Orleans, Louisiana. In New Orleans, I know. My friend at work actually sent it to me. And there's going to be uh, a shit pile of hosts and, and listeners and people like that. So I bet, dimes to doorknobs, that if Amanda showed up at that festival, even let's say in a t-shirt that said Blunt Mommy for Hire, <laughs> need producer... <laughs> across the tits that's the funniest thing i've like heard that. all day i'm just being honest with you if, if, if you want to find somebody there's gonna be a room full of people uh coming up very soon so you might consider it dude you might get you some equipment and then if you want to do it you you get your team together there you can do some recruiting and then you the sky is the limit that is true my friend did send me that and i need to buy tickets i did send it to chris as soon as i found out about it but obviously that's not going to happen you can but start i do i do that's... know a couple podcasts though that people are in different states and they somehow they podcast together mm-hmm. and i'm not that you know techie when it comes to the podcast world so well, we're technically just... doing it right now i mean we've been talking for an hour <laughs> that is true 
that it's, is true. It's this simple. It's just if you um, if you want people to listen to it, it has to be clear enough. And, and there was one episode in particular, and it breaks my heart because I think you talked to your sister. And uh, unfortunately, oh my god, she had it on speakerphone. Right, and it, it was a little rough, but I could hear it, and I had already listened to a few episodes, so I toughed it out. Awesome conversation. No, I know. Like <laughs> in the middle of that, I episode. told, <laughs> I told Tiffany. I said that you know the second time we called her, I was like, "Do not have your phone on speaker phone. Don't do it." So her conversation sounded, you know, clear. Kanye would put in when she wanted to, but um, yeah, my sister totally fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, but she, yeah, she totally fucked all that up. It's cool, man. You, you figure stuff out. And I think that's really what, what you need to look at right now. I'm not saying that you should change the name of the show or anything, but it's a moment. You said that you like to feel yourself, and I think you should figure out what you want to do and then do it. You know? Kind of step back and look at it. And it's not going to be as hard as you think it is, and it probably won't be as expensive as you think it is. You just have to kind of really look into some different things, and I bet you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the advice and the support. And of course, you know, you guys will be the first to know when shit is back up and going. Hoping for it. Gotta I'm getting, I'm, I have the itch so bad. <laughs> you know, every week that goes by, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not podcasting. And it sucks. It's a, it's a fun time. It's a, it's a good time to kind of blow off steam and get stuff off your mind and, I, I enjoy the shit out of it. So I do too. I miss the fuck out of it. Let's see. You had any uh, fun stories from recently? Anything awesome happened this this past two weeks or a month? Oh, let me see. Tell me something that that somebody might not know about you. Oh goodness. Um. Okay. Hold on one second. I gotta see if my boyfriend's still outside. Oh shit. So. I have recently, you know, I did a post on dicks flocking to me. Yes. And, you know, my boyfriend and I, we're not that weird. Well, I won't say weird, but we're not that couple on Facebook, you know, that post photos of ourselves every other time. We're not even Facebook official. You know, we just, that stuff is really not important to us. And... I appreciate that, but I've been having dick pics and propositions <laughs> galore lately. Oh my god! Just a flock of. Cops. I mean, I'll open up Snapchat and then there's a dude jacking off, you know, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" It's got to get old, man. It's. <laughs> it I... does. It's. I'll go through a period <laughs> when I don't have anything. Right. You know, last weekend. The waiter boy, the one that's 10 years younger than me, messaged me and was like, you should totally come over. It's like, bruh, I can't. And, you know, from my Facebook profile, you would never be able to tell that I was in a relationship. But it's like I give off some radar, some magnetic field of some sort. And all the dicks just come flying. You, You know what radar you're giving off. (laughs) <laughs> do what you know what radar you're giving off 
you're a good looking chick and you I, talk about stuff openly that's not so that's not something that people are used to and i'm not saying it's okay by any means so don't take it like that if somebody sent me a picture of their cock i'd send it to their mama like <laughs> you don't fuck with me oh my God. i'm just saying like i there was another lady i had on uh uh, me and a friend of mine, we were at talking to her, and she said she had thirty-five thousand emails. Oh my god, that's were, retarded. Well, right. I mean, I have five thousand, but it's all like work emails that I just haven't deleted yet. No, thirty-five thousand. She said half of them were, were pictures of penises or something thereof, and I mean, she's a good-looking lady too. So it's like I can only imagine, you know, like. Holy shit, people get that that kind of <sighs> Is your email like open? Then you need to protect yourself a little more, dude. What what the fuck is happening? See, I get them on Snapchat all the time and I know these people and I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know them? Like people you work with or something? I don't work with them. But they're local? I did i did take a guy's virginity that i worked with <laughs> high five Doing i know work. right that was like the fifth or sixth v card i took and i was like man amanda do your thing but i secretly love dick pics yeah. i actually need to go through my folders and i think i have a folder already set up for dick pics i've just been lazy you know i need it for the spank bank later well i'm gonna tell you I don't have a huge following, but uh, you probably shouldn't have said that. Because <laughs> I don't know who's going to hear this. So uh, I'm going to say a prayer for you and hope that nobody I know sends you a picture of their cock. Wink, wink. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think we know any mutual people, to be honest with you. So I think you're all good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I get it. You know, there's it, there's so much porn out there now. I was thinking about it today. I was just like, man, there is so much porn. <laughs> like, I was sitting here. I don't even know what what came over me. I was just sitting in my chair, and I was like, I could take my phone out right now and fucking and be on some porn in like a minute. One yeah, not even minute. a minute, man. It's crazy. I look at porn all the time. Actually, it's really been just like the last week. I don't know why. And it's not like I'm sexually deprived at all. But I've just been looking at porn. And these people that I am sending or receiving dick pics is people that I know and that I've previously had relations with. They just, they want their little piece of Amanda again. (laughs) You know, I can't blame them. You said you're a heartbreaker. That's your problem. See there? Well, it's not a problem. No, it's a good it's problem not, to have. <laughs> it's not a heartbreaker. There's just one person who is an ADA. He's been, he's actually one of my ex-boyfriend's friends. So when we started fucking last year, I was like, I give zero fucks, blah, blah, blah. Well, he wanted to get, try to get back with his girlfriend. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, he's been messaging me, and he's like, I'm sorry for leaving you hanging. And I was like, bruh, you didn't leave me hanging. Like, I had a new friend the next week. I'll be fine. (laughs) I'll be fine. Thanks, kid. Yeah, I've been good, but he's been sending me videos and pictures recently. 
and his explanation because i'm like dude you you can get pussy all the time he's very 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 attractive his smile is the most perfect smile i've ever seen in my entire life and he's a fucking lawyer but his explanation which kind of counts for all the guys that i've hooked up with (laughs) sorry um he said he can be his freaky self with me and he can't do that with just a random hookup or even with his girlfriend. He was like, I can truly be myself with you. I was like, okay, well, you know, I just kind of, you know, I don't judge anybody in the bed and I'm kind of down for anything except for like anal, but guys like a lot of anal play. Yeah. It's a new thing. It's, it's all over. It is the new thing. And I love it, man. Cause basically if you're doing anything to a guy, you're, you're in control when it comes to their ass. Mm. You're completely that, in control. Like, eating ass seems to be like on the rise on both parties. Like that seems, and I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. <laughs> oh, it's that's cool, old. You know? what, that's old. It seems like it is getting more popular right now. Like in songs and eat the booty like groceries, like shit like that. Like it's, you know, it's it, more of guys lighting, liking their fingers in the ass. In like your ass, or, or no? You're in um, I'm sorry, I said that backwards. My fingers in their ass. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's become a definitely popular thing. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not opposed. Like I don't think I would freak out. I would definitely want a little bit of a heads up. And my wife just isn't isn't really down with with that part of town, you know. So I'm cool with that. But I I hear it a lot now, like in comedy, I hear you know uh, all that stuff. It, it kind of reflects society, and I think it's definitely a thing. Um, I, I think you should explore everything. I feel like the older I get, the more I'm finding out about myself. Right. You know, that's why I literally, there are zero fucks given with me. And I'll try anything. If you want me to do something with you, I'll try it. I've hooked up with so many girls, too. And it's not, I'm not a lesbian. I mean, I'm bisexual, but hooking up with girls is so much fun. And I found out in my older, you know, the older that I got that, man, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. I, en- I enjoy this. I mean, I haven't hooked up with a girl for a while, but I mean, Tiffany and I made out, I think, one night when we were drunk, but I made out with her girlfriend, too, when I was drunk. So yeah, that, that doesn't count. That's high I know shit. it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about fisting or anything, but making, no. making out doesn't really count. <laughs> No, yeah, fisting's a no either. No, the guy ever asked me to like stick my fist in their ass. I'm like, bro, excuse me, sir. You okay? You got the wrong girl. I'll do I'll do anything to your ass, but I am not sticking my arm in there. That's a weird one, right? I I said that. I've never had that request. Who? How fucking far? And listen, I'm not I'm not saying you're weird. I'm just asking a simple question. Like, how far out there? How many things have you crammed in your asshole or vagina or whatever to the point where you're like, you know what? Uh, why don't you stick your You're completely your comfortable hand. with an arm going in your ass. Listen, I don't have the biggest hands, but I don't have the smallest hands either. And I have to believe that my fist right now uh, would not feel comfortable 
in anybody's orifice. I just, I have. I mean, to I have that. little girl hands and little tiny wrists. You know, I'm a thin girl, but I would not want anybody to fill my arm in their ass. It's, it's completely no. That's next level, I just, bro. That's that's that's, that's <laughs> really next level shit. I have not made it to that level. I've had no requests for that. Had requests for a lot of other shit. Ooh, can I tell you? you know, one? Can I tell you a weird one that that somebody yes. told me about? Uh, so I had a buddy that worked at UPS. Had a trainer that was teaching him how to do a route, and he had one hand. So I believe his non-dominant hand. He was right-handed. Uh, his left hand had been amputated at some point, uh, just like between the wrist and the elbow, so forearm area. And while out on the route, he was kind of busting on him because they had that kind of thing going where they were talking shit to each other. And he said something about his fucking nub. And he said, in fact, that he had ran into multiple women who had approached him about uh, getting the catching a nubbin if you know what i'm saying nope no thank you i'll pass on that and he said that at least 20 women now maybe and see he could have been completely full of shit but 20 is a is a number that kind of makes you go huh maybe yeah that's that's a lot of requests right there he said that he had been at bars and stuff in the area and just hanging out and like women would just come up to him and be like hey let me buy you a drink. And he'd be like, okay. And then before the end of the night, they'd be like, so this is what's up. Uh, do you think by any chance <laughs> you could place yourself inside me, sir? <laughs> just nub me. He said, just nub me. He, he, he dubbed it the love nub and that's what he called it. And then oh he stuck it, God. he stuck it in my friend's face and made him like smell it. Like he was like, yeah, the love nub. Oh, <laughs> uh- Oh no. I'm literally going to think about that now. You're welcome. About the love nub. Yeah, love thank you so much, much for that. It's beautiful. Well, here's the thing I got to pee. So. Well, I need to get <laughs> wet. I need to jump back in this pool. Well, good luck. Because it's hot as fuck. Hey, I want you to get up and running soon. So if you need any help, if you need some. some instruction to other people that i might know that could help uh let me know and we'll work something out but you can get i your will plugs. i'll I know. just be a little creeper and i'll just slide up in your dms that's fine i know people that know people uh go ahead and give your social media if you can just i know there's not a lot of access to the episodes right now but just in case people want to uh you know message you or send you dick pics uh let them know where to send them oh i will <laughs> man I could post galore dick pics online. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, I know a bunch of people have naked photos of me, but it's just me standing up posing naked. It's tits and a vagina, and it's not even an up close photo. So right. I, I can't tell you how many people have naked photos of me. But so it's like tasteful would, nudes, though. It's not like all up in your business. It's from across it's, the room with a fuck. With a phone camera. <laughs> yeah, and it's in front of a mirror. But, man, I got dick pics galore. See, that's the thing. I would never send a picture of my dick to somebody because then you got a picture of my dick. That's not okay, bro. You can but have it's that not on only dick pics. It's masturbation videos of them coming. It's crazy. would never be that fucking brave in my life. And I've been through some <laughs> shit. Let me tell you, I'm a bit of a creep. 
I could never fucking sit with my phone and be like, yeah, you like that shit? Like, that's disgusting to me. I don't know what goes through their minds, oh. to be honest with you, when when they, you know, are doing that and they send it. I honestly don't know what goes through their mind. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if they're thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm, this is awesome. I'm a bad dude, you know, whatever. I just, you know, I want to make her happy or I want to see her again and you know maybe they're thinking you know like a dick pic or a jack off video is like a little fishing bait for me (laughs) (laughs) which it it did Uh, you know used to be man but you know now I'm in a committed relationship so yeah let's maybe pause whatever um but you can get a hold of it I know your twitter what is it's at blunt mommy at blunt underscore mommy what is it it's at blunt underscore mommy. Okay. The Blunt Mommy Podcast soon to return. Amanda, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. It's been day. so great talking to you. Thank you so much for calling. No problem. Hopefully, we got the itch you've, scratched for you've a bit. You've cured, you know, I've been itching for like two weeks now, so That's you've right. kind of cured it, so I don't have to itch anymore. So thank you so much. It's so much appreciated. And thank you for your advice also. Good luck. And I'm glad you're also one of those podcasts where I can just, you know, be fucking real with. So thank you. Thank you for everything. No problem. I'll have you on anytime, girl. Have a good day. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Amanda. Man. That was crazy. Poor kid dick pics i swear to god if you fucking send me a picture of your dick i'll send it to your mama if your mama's dead i'll send it to your father if not i'll send it to your fucking priest your pastor your boss don't you ever send me a picture of a dick jesus that's not okay and it this day and age you're liable to get in some serious fucking trouble for that sir (laughs) so Send it anonymously. If you're going to do it, make sure you get like a, a dummy account or something like that. Don't be stupid. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Blunt Mommy Podcast, hopefully to return soon. There's no episodes to listen to. I just think she's a cool chick. And uh, be sure to, to follow her and, and wait and see what happens. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, but as far as we go, you can get at us why did I say us get at me at Pod on twitter at jodyb501 uh, like subscribe review five whatever fucking if you feel so uh, motivated <laughs> to leave a review that'd be cool but I don't read them so it really doesn't matter uh, we're sponsored by spunk lube at Spunk Lube on Twitter. Uh, old Jeff. Keeping everybody slippery. If you'd like uh, to get some of that, you can check it out. I believe it's SpunkLube.com. And uh, get your fuck on. Also, we have Merch.com for all your hats and coffee mugs and, and t-shirts and hoodies. and You know, if you have something else that you'd like, personally, tell me what you want. I might could do that shit for real. Send it to me, and uh, we'll we'll work some shit out. But that's where that is. 
This is where we are. I love you, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'll be back next week. Bitch. Hey, you. You know you've been talking a lot of shit, whispering in my ear, making me feel all hot and bothered and shit, making a motherfucker horny. You say you could fuck? Prove it. Look, bitch, you done talked a whole lot of shit, but wait till you see my dick. I ain't really for the talking game. You done came in the room, start handling the things. First start with brain, then I'ma beat the puss up. Hit it from the back and beat the puss up. Girl, why you front doing all that running? Be your ass still, long dick coming. The ride on the dick like you were dancing in the club. He really love attention, so show him some love. Now come up slow and just ride the head. Now drop down fast, put it all in there. Now turn your ass around, let me hit it from behind you. Put big dick inside you. I'ma hit it from the back while I'm pulling your hair. You're climbing up the wall, but I'm pulling your hair Getting freaky in the motherfucker sweating I'm all on you, you all on me Fucking like dogs, me and shout out for the wall And I like the way she play with the balls Shout I ain't holding nothing back at all I ain't scared to put the mouth on the dick She swallowed it and she like it when a nigga be pulling her hair Talking ass to her ass while I'm pulling her hair, pulling her hair. Now that I got you in the bed, I'm gonna pull your hair Snatch your ass up by the head I'm gonna pull your hair Pull my hair, pull it hard Pull my hair, pull it tight Pull my hair, come on baby Pull my hair Fuck me daddy, spank me daddy Fuck me daddy You like this? Hey, bitch, I'm talking to you. So tell me what you want me to do. <clears throat> Look at him. Oh. Drop down on all fours like a dog. Now I'm looking at your ass before I hit it. That pussy from the back, I'ma get it. I'm walking over to you with the rubber. Your ass in trouble. Is it up high enough? I done called your bluff. Mm. Fuck you till you cried. Uh. You said I beat that pussy from the back so much that I hurt your side. Your ass should have been built for the war. Yes. Fuck it. And if you don't want to wag your tail, you need to put it in your ass and tuck it. Uh. I whisper just to get you in the bed. Now I'm finna pull your hair on your head. Shoulda fuck with me, shoulda. If your ass coulda ran your water, but you put that down side. That's how my dick got between your thighs. Now that's alright. I got a ten foot pole that'll go in your hole. Take your soul, make nut come out your nose. Fall all on your clothes. Now that I got you in the bed, I'm gonna pull your hair. Snatch your ass up by the head I'm gonna pull your hair Pull my hair, pull it hard Pull my hair, pull it tight Pull my hair, come on baby Pull my hair
Snatch your ass up out of here I'm gonna pull your hair out.